Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast with me, your host, Tyler Penner. My friends call me T-Pain. Um, some of my enemies call me T-Pain. Um, you can call me T-Pain. Um, and that's it. That's, that's the beginning of the podcast. This podcast, of course, is, uh, the 587,000th, uh, 269th best podcast in the goddamn universe and you can't tell me any different i've got the nielsen ratings i've got the uh uh, spreadsheets the data i've got the meta um information uh um i have coagulated all of it i've synthesized it i have streamed it streamlined it i've synergized it we have synergized the coagulations and um, done various calculations upon that synergy, um, and we have arrived at the number that I just fucking said, and it is accurate. But that is, of course, in the rest of the world, all right? Normally, we would be 800,000th, but um, we're actually, and I've said this time and time again on the podcast, we are fucking crushing it in Uzbekistan. Um, to a problematic degree. The people of Uzbekistan, or at least some of the people in Uzbekistan, uh, love this podcast, um, but not for the comedy. They don't find it funny at all. Uh, they believe that um, that I am what I say I am, uh, which is the future... Uh... Shut the fuck up with that goddamn siren. Nothing is that pressing. This is Winnipeg. All right, I can guarantee fucking you, no one is in danger. All right, this is the most boring city on earth. Twelve people die here a year. Eleven of those are from the natural causes, and one of those was like a mercy killing, because the person was like 112, and for the last 13 years they've been begging their grandson to stick a knife in their temple so that they could go to Jesus. You understand? All right, sorry. Um, But the people of Uzbekistan, um, they don't find me funny at all. Uh, They really do think that I am starting a paramilitary organization, and they are on board. They have already begun um, killing people en masse. And... um, and you understand, when I say that type of stuff, that I want to kill people and that uh, I want to consolidate power um, by digging mass graves and putting my enemies in those graves and then putting dirt on them um, after shooting a few of them. Most of them are still alive when we bury them. You understand, I'm, I, for the most part, I'm half joking. Like, I'm not telling the entire truth with that. I am it's, – it's mostly a gag. I mean, there's truth to every joke, you know, and some some jokes are rooted in, uh, you know, complete truth. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what kind of joke that is, but it is a joke for the record for any law enforcement officials that might be listening to this podcast. uh, My goals of building a paramilitary organization, toppling the government and um killing people indiscriminately um, with no reason or cause or goal, that's mostly a joke, right? I don't mean all of it. Um, yeah, but the people of Uzbekistan, they don't care, you understand? They, they believe me 100%, and they are on board. They fly my flag. They've uh, taken over the embassies. Um They've they've just I think they just have a bloodlust which I sympathize with, but they listen to the podcast. I mean, goddamn, we're getting a lot of views from Uzbekistan, especially um, one town in uh, particular. Uh, sorry, I have to look it up because I'm not. I love Uzbekistan. I've been there uh, about 
20 times, uh, but it's a great country. Um, like, I love going to Zarafshan, which is a nice little town. Um, I got hammered in Bukhara and Mubarak and Karshi. Kar oh, man. Fuck, dude. Oh, God, I just remembered. I spent a weekend in Karshi. And, um, <laughs> damn, dude. Man, A, uh, those people don't like to drink. They don't drink. Um, but uh, they liked watching me drink. <laughs> and, uh, and wow. Wow. In fact, I, I, I do, I should send that family flowers. The family that um, hosted me and uh, later fell. Um, yeah, I should send them something. Or, you know, I should send the survivors something. Anyways, so it's a nice town. Um, I think their capital is called Samarkand. It's a city in Uzbekistan known for its mosques and mausoleums. And guess what? It's on the Silk Road, all right? The ancient trade route linking China to the Mediterranean. Um, so a lot of opium going through there. Uh, it's a bit of a, yeah, they call it a sleepy town. Uh, um, but it's nice, but it's nice. It's a nice town in Uzbekistan. So guys, for my, all my Uzbekis, uh, yeah, keep listening, keep tuning in, uh, but really tone, tone down the, the mass killings. It's too much. And, um. It's just too much. Well, there's a town called Jomboy. In Uzbekistan, there's a town called Jomboy. There's also a good YouTuber slash Instagram personality called Jomboy who does um, uh, highlight commentary clips of sports events. It is really knowledgeable about sports, has a really good channel. Jomboy is the shit, and anyone who watches sports knows that. He actually, he's actually the one who broke the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Which, even if you don't know sports, you should look into that because that was crazy. This team literally cheated and then won the World Series. And they're a bunch of cheaters who won the championship. Which I don't get. I don't get it all. Because it's just not going to feel the same. Yeah, okay, you won the World Series. You won a championship. But, I mean, it just doesn't... You're not going to get that real feeling. The whole thing, the whole lifelong victory is always going to be tainted by the little nagging thought that said, you piece of shit. You couldn't do it the right way, huh? But you just had to have it. You couldn't bear the fact that you might not be good enough, so you had to cheat your way to the top, you fucking piece of shit. The lowest of the low. And that's kind of what, if, you're, if you have any heart or any balls, that's what you should be thinking when you're looking at a World Series ring. And you know you cheated to get it. And granted, yeah, you still played the baseball. You still played the game. Fine. You're a fucking cheater. You cheated. You took a shortcut. You fucking suck, dude. You were good, but you were so scared about not being good enough. You had to break the rules. You fucking piece of shit. That's just like if you want to lose weight and you get a bunch of lipo. Well, maybe that's not the same. Well, it is if you do like a body transformation before and after picture. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you're a fat ass. Let's say you're a fat fuck, right? Just a fucking fat, fucking fat ass. And um, you take this before picture. And then you work your ass off. For like a year, you're eating all the right food, you're doing all the right exercises, everything in your life is just done right. And then one year, you look in the mirror and you're fucking jacked. 
and you, you're shredded, and you take that picture, and you're like, fuck, yeah, I did it. I did this. Blood, sweat, tears, fecal matter, cum, vomit. I did it. I ate all those things. And look at me now. I'm fucking jacked. The feeling of that is infinitely better, has to be, than if you were a fat ass, right? You're a fat fuck. You're a fucking fat fucking fat ass. And you take a before picture. And then after, that, you, after you take that before picture, you go to a doctor. And you say, hey, doc, I've got 100 grand. I want this body. And you point at fucking Artie Lang. No, maybe not Artie Lang. He's, he's got a different kind of strength. He's got that strength where you can do speed balls for 30 years and get your nose hacked off and still be funny. That's, you, you can't fucking buy that strength. No one can give you that strength. Artie Lang is the man. Um, but you point at, uh, let's say, Cristiano Ronaldo, right? And the doctor goes, whew, Jesus, you want this? Look at you. You're a fat fuck. You're a fucking fat ass. You fat fucking fat ass. And then you're like, okay, 200 grand. And then he goes, whew, I don't know, man. It's going to be a stretch. I mean, look at Ronaldo. And look at you, fat fuck. And then you're like, okay, can you stop calling me that, please? Aren't you a doctor? Play, be professional. Look, I'm sorry. You're just so fucking fat. Um, but then he gets to work. He grabs his scalpel and his vacuum and his uh, blowtorch and his um, car jack and his... Uh, Second blowtorch and his scythe and his lunch kit. And he sits down and he, and he puts on his welding goggles and he fucking gets to work. And he's just hacking off shit, right? And then he sculpts it all together and he gives you that, that, that ass implant. He gives you the ab implants. He gives you the chest implants, the bicep implants, the shoulder implants, right? And he gives you a little facelift, a little Botox, a little nip tuck. He brings this down. He brings that up. Boom. You're getting hair plugs. <coughs> hair plugs. Got great hair now, right? He takes a laser. It's like a laser pointer, but it actually cuts. And he just goes to work on your eyes. And he's just jamming it in there, changing the color of your iris. Because you want blue eyes. And you've got turquoise eyes. So he's going to blue them up a bit. Because you want to look like some fucking anime dickhead. And then he gets to work on your dick. And that takes days. Oh, God. Because first he's got to go find a bunch of skin from somewhere. Then he's got to go find a metal pipe, right? And then he puts the wrong pipe in, right? Then he finds the right pipe to your specifications. He tries to wrap the skin around. The skin bursts. It's a whole thing. Finally, he gets the dick right. And then after two years, you heal. All the scars are gone, and you look like Cristiano Ronaldo. And you pose in front of that mirror for that picture. I look like Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm going to feel like shit. Because you didn't do the work, you fucking fat fucking cheater. You fucking fat ass. Fat fuck. Cheater. Liar. 
You're a piece of shit. Liar. Fat fucking liar. Cheat fuck. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, but yeah, so cheating's not good. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. All right, if you can't work for it, if you can't get it fair, if you can't play by the rules, man, well, then you just don't get it. You just got to take that L. Except for Lance Armstrong, he can cheat. I like I, he was. I like how Bill Burr um, talked about him cheating because uh, if you look into it, everyone was fucking cheating. If everyone is cheating, then I feel like you can cheat too, but not more than they cheat. You can only match their level of cheating, but you can't cheat more than they do. All right. If everyone's doping, you can dope. All right. If everyone's taking steroids, you can take steroids too. It's like the baseball home run derby. All right. You see Mark McGuire and his muscles are leaking steroids out of his skin. And he's crushing balls. You know, he's in San Francisco. He cracks those fucking, that home run ball. And it lands in, you know, Portland. Uh, yeah, then you, you, you juice up a bit. We have to compete with this. But don't juice up too much. Sammy Sosa looked weird at the end. I don't know. Have you seen Sammy Sosa lately? Sorry for if people don't know sports, but Sammy Sosa had a little bit of a... Uh, like, he's white now. He's, like, completely white. I guess he had the Michael Jackson thing. Maybe maybe Wikipedia can... Uh... But anyways, he was roided up to shit, and he was just hammering. He was, like, a nothing... And then he took a bunch of steroids, and then all of a sudden, uh, he was one of the greatest of all time. Because that's what steroids can do. They should, yeah, I think Bill Burr said something like that, where they should just have a roided-up league. Everyone's just fucking jacked on drugs, just hammering dingers, getting in fights, crying, beating their wives for no reason. Personal life, Sammy Sosa. Um... Okay, he's married to Sonia Rodriguez, former Dominican TV dancer with whom he has four children. 2009, Sosa appeared at a music awards show looking much lighter in complexion than he had just months earlier. The buzz around this drastic change prompted him to go on a Spanish-language television station to deny that he was ill or that he hated being dark-skinned or that his new skin tone was a result of steroid use. Sosa explained that he uses a bleaching cream before going to bed that softens and lightens his skin. <laughs> he is... That's crazy. Bleaching cream. Let's see. Yeah, wow. He looks bizarre. He looks bizarre. I mean... Wow. Wow. He was a black man, and now he's a white man. He looks like the Joker in some of these photos. Like Jared Leto Joker. Not not Heath Ledger. Like Jared Leto shitty Joker. Okay. God damn it. Bleaching cream. Anal and vaginal bleach. Okay, wow. Alright. So I guess that's what... Um, Sammy Sosa was using. That's how, you know, I guess when porn stars bleach their assholes, Sammy Sosa's like, hey, I'm a huge asshole. Let's bleach me. Goddamn cheater. Anyways, what do we got today on the podcast? What are we doing today on the podcast? A bunch of nothing. I've done, uh, well, as per usual, I have done little to, um, <laughs> Little to no uh, preparatory. 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 Yeah, okay. You fucking asshole. Every fucking time Preparatory. I... Preparatory. Preparatory. Preparatory work. I've done little to no preparatory work. Um, and, you know, that'll be fine. But we do have... I, I do need to preparatory. do... Preparatory. A. I get it. Okay? I'm sorry. 
preparatory. All right. Um, good news, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. I am moving. I've got, I've been approved for the apartment, and um, I've sent the security deposit. Dude, I'm moving out in one month. I've got one month left in this place. This fucking absolute dungeon that I call home, that I'm lucky to call home. I actually love this place. What am I talking about? I'm going to miss this place. As soon as the, um, oh my God, with the fucking construction out there. Did you finish this fucking intersection already, please? I've been working out there for fucking two months. You've ruined countless podcasts. I should go down there. I should go down there and fucking scream at them. Be like, I'm trying to do a podcast. They'd be like, okay, well, we're trying to fix a road and build a bike lane. I'm like, that's not funny. Um, yeah, I've been lucky to call this place home. First apartment, and I spoke about it on the last podcast about um, uh, how, you know, I didn't use this apartment as well as I should have. Uh, that being said, this apartment was good to me. It was my first place ever. My first real um, foray into uh, self-reliance and independence. And God damn it, um, it was okay. It was okay. It did the goddamn trick. Huh? But I got the apartment, and now I got to start moving. I'm selling a TV. I'm selling a old record player that doesn't work. And I, I want to get brand new shit. I want to get brand new shit. I want to get a brand new couch. That's, that's a testament to how I started off on the wrong foot in this place. I went to buy this couch. This guy on Kijiji was selling this black leather couch, three-seater, for $75. I'm like, holy shit, score. So I call this guy. I'm like, 75 bucks. Fuck yeah, I'll take it. I'll come take a look at it. And then at the same time, I'm calling these two Kijiji guys. And these two Kijiji guys were incredible. They will move anything to anywhere for 40 bucks. It was insane. And I gave them a $20 tip because I thought hauling a coach from Charleswood to Osborne Village and then helping me move it in. I thought that that was a great deal. I gave them $20. These guys looked like, like, like one of the guys looked at me. He's like, I'm not sucking your dick. And I was like, I know. It's just a tip for the work. And he's like, yeah, right. Nobody tips this much. They were flabbergasted that I would do that. And um, and I was flabbergasted that, that 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 move only cost me $60. Kijiji. Really good stuff. Um, now, uh, oh, I bought this couch off. So I went to Charleswood to buy this leather couch. And um, a testament to how on the wrong foot I started. I got this couch... The guy was a little weird. He was a little strange. He was a bit of a bachelor. And I'm like, oh, why are you selling this couch? And he was tall and awkward. He's like, I'm buying a new one. And I said, oh, okay, cool. Uh, how long have you had this one? He's like, two years. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, it looks like a good couch, man. And then he was just quiet. He didn't say anything. I'm like, okay, I'll, uh, I will buy it. And he was like, okay. Uh, that'll be $75. And I was like, all right, here you go. And then he took the money. And then um, he was like, okay. And then he just stood by and watched me and these two Kijiji guys move this couch down to the basement of his apartment building and out the door and into this truck. And right then, my radar should have gone off. Uh, but it didn't. And... Um, and I knew why. See, I've got fucking pretty good instincts. Something tells me something's fucked up. Um, it's not like I'm going to take action on it, but I know. I know when someone's cheating on me. I know when someone is uh, ripping me off. All right? I know every time that happens. And the only question is... Am I going to allow myself to be ripped off or cheated on? And um, you know what? 75% of the time the answer is, yeah, sure, whatever, I don't care. Rip me off. Do you. I don't give a fuck. 
And someone's like, stand up for yourself. Fucking get in there, bud. The answer is no, I'm not going to do that because that just creates more drama. I want to eliminate contact with whoever the person is. I'll put a nice little bow on it, and then we can go our separate ways. I never have to see you again. You understand that? Um, that's how I roll. All right. I don't come in like a tornado. I leave like a gentle breeze on your balls. What the fuck was I talking? So I get the coach home. I get the coach home. I give the Kijiji guys their tip. They do suck my dick. <laughs> I love Kijiji. Then I go on the couch and I start wiping it down. It's a little dusty, but I start wiping it down a bit, right? I'm wiping the couch down. I uh, A couple of alcoholic wipes, get it nice. You know, uh, a couple of cracks here and there. No big deal. No big deal. I'm wiping down the cushions. I pull apart the cushions. And in between there is just a pile of everything. Crumbs. Nickels. Hair. Coins. Other coins than nickels. Uh, old paper. Wrappers. A ton of crumbs. Even more crumbs and crumbs and crumbs. And the worst part of it is, and this is gross, in between these couch cushions were about 20 to 40 of those little dental floss plastic things. The ones you hold and they've just got one strip. Those disposable ones. 20 to 40 to 30. So this fucking weirdo has been sitting at home watching TV just flossing his teeth. And then jamming this shit in between the couch cushions. And he didn't think that before he sold it that he would go and clean it for my courtesy. He did say in the ad, sold as is. So I don't even have, I can't even argue with the guy. And I just, ever since then, I've never really liked this couch. And it's not the couch's fault. You understand? It's a good couch. And I cleaned it. And I sanitized it. But it'll never be the same. Me and this coach will just never have a good relationship. You know what I mean? You can meet the love of your life and go to, for a beautiful dinner with her and say and make her laugh and stuff. But if at one point of the night you shart and you shit your pants and she sees it and you go, Oh man, we're going to laugh about this one day. She'll be like, yeah. But you'll never be the same. It'll never work out. You've already repulsed her on date one. You're never getting that back. It's gone now. You can only really start to repulse women after you've been dating for a considerable amount of time. Then repulsion can show its face. Then you can start, you know, start easing into repulsion. You know what I mean? can clip your toenails and there can be a toenail on the ground. You can, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, go to the freezer and pull out your old skins and wear them around the house once in a while. And she'll be repulsed, but by then you're just, you're, you're, you've had enough, you, you got enough in the bank that you can afford it. But first date repulsion, that's just the, the I'm sorry. You have nothing saved up. And you've instantly taken me into a deep, deep line of credit. We're not, no, this is not happening. Not feasible. Um, so I got to get a new couch for my new apartment and a new coffee table. And I'm thinking about maybe a new dresser. I don't know. A new bed for sure. This Ikea bed. It is, uh, I mean, I can barely even grind my crotch on my mattress anymore without this bed um, making some weird creaky sounds. But I bought this bed. And I bought that lamp. And I bought everything in here. Minus that air conditioner. And that TV. And these laptops. And that vape. And that can of cherry bubbly. Other than that, this is all my shit. My belongings. 
and I'm going to torch it all. I'm going to burn it. I'm going to have a good old-fashioned dumpster fire. I know you're not supposed to light dumpsters on fire, but, like, I should be able to light shit on fire somewhere in this city. Legally. You know? That's fucking dumb, actually. That's a, that's a, that's oppressive. Someone should write. I'm going I'm to go to City Hall, and I'm going to make a complaint about that. Because just because I live in an apartment doesn't mean I shouldn't have access to or shouldn't be allowed to at some point go outside and light some shit on fire. City of Winnipeg public form. Public hearing process. Public hearing process. Hearing body. The public hearing process is designed to provide the public with an opportunity to convey their views on development applications or other matters under a city bylaw. Public hearings are open to all members of the public. Holy fuck, dude. Prairie dumpster going live from a fucking whatever this thing is. Public hearing thing. That's a great idea. I should do that. Um, members of the hearing body constitute an impartial body. <laughs> My ass, impartial. You're all bought by Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson and Big Cereal and Nestle. They hear all sides on the merits of a development application in a public forum before making a recommendation. Once public presentations have been closed, just to ensure. Jesus Christ, I think that crane just fell outside. All, rep all representations, verbal or written, become part of public record. Submissions to a hearing body must be received prior to or during a hearing and cannot be made following the conclusion of public representation. Okay, whatever. Participate. All persons who would like to submit their comments to a hearing body or participate in a public hearing are asked to complete the public representation form. I'm going to download that guy prior to the hearing. Submitting this form ensures all... Yeah, but how do I just complain about a fucking general thing? When's the next public thing, man? Participate in a meeting. Submit your comments in writing. Register as a delegation. Delegate guidelines. French delegations. Gross. Okay. Um... Okay, well, whatever. We're definitely going to do that, and we're going to bring attention to the fact that, God damn it, just because I live in an apartment doesn't mean I can't, like, I don't want to start things on fire, all right? And I should be able to go into the parking lot of my apartment building or to, uh, you know, the neighboring church lawn or to a park uh, with some sort of barrel and a duffel bag of uh, my... Um, you know, old tax papers and um, personal photos that, um, you know, might be from a uh, difficult time in my life or a happier time in my life that I nonetheless wish to forget. And um, I should be able to take those things, throw them in a barrel, and burn them while chugging uh, pineapple-flavored vodka. Listening to my tunes. Listening to uh, Sam Cooke's A Change Is Gonna Come. I should be able to do this. And just because I live in an apartment and I'm not a homeowner with a fire pit, uh, you know, I, I'm not allowed to. I, I think that's bullshit. That's why there's so much goddamn arson in this city. It's not a problem with people lighting shit on fire. It's a problem with the people being cooped up in apartments who like the smell of uh, birch and burnt cedar. Uh, but anyways, um, I was cleaning my apartment, and um, and I actually found something. I actually found uh, at the bottom of underneath a bunch of books that I haven't read and will never read, but I hope impress someone someday. Uh, I found a uh, 
gift certificate. It's a gift certificate to um, the chamois car wash and detail center. And it's for a gold wash, a gold full service wash certificate. And I was like, oh shit, I've had this here for a while though. Fuck, dude. I, my Civic needs a wash. Let me tell you. Hey, when it, uh, excuse me, when it says gold wash, um, is there a limit on how many 7 Eleven uh, taquito bags? And he'll be like, yes, 219. I'm like, okay, cool. Give me a second. Let me take a few out, and then I should be at that limit. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, um, gold full service wash certificate. There's no expiration date on this. There's none. There's no expiration date on it. Jesus fucking Christ, it is loud out there. Shut up. I mean, I could just close the window, but I'm not going to. I should be able to have my window open and get fresh air from outside without there being any noise to ruin my podcast. I should be able to have that. All right? I should be able to go outside uh, on Canada Day and not have to listen to these fireworks. Do you know how traumatic fireworks are for me and for dogs? Those colors... The noise, it's traumatic, and it's scary. So one time, my friend invited me over, and we were outside, and we were having a nice little time. We were having a nice little barbecue. I was drinking a, uh, I was drinking a Sunny D. Um, well, it wasn't Sunny D. It was Dole, you know, apple, orange juice. But I poured it into a Sunny D bottle because I, I don't know, I just wanted to be the person who drank Sunny D. And there was a bonfire, you know. This guy was burning a bunch of photos, and he didn't want to explain why, but he was burning them. And then someone told me, hey, happy Canada Day. And I said, sure, I guess. You love the police that much? I guess it is. And then out of nowhere, crash, boom. Crash, boom. And I was, I just blacked out. And then when I came to, I was in the fetal position. And I looked up, and there were all these colors. And what's even worse, oh, it's that all my friends seem to be enjoying it. This horrific display of color and noise. And I tried to stand up, but the amount of um, fecal matter in my pants was just too great. I couldn't lift the load. So eventually... Um, I took off the suit and I just left it there. I just ran out naked, just screaming, traumatized from this weird crackling noise of uh, this firework that he had bought at the gas station. I shouldn't have to experience that. I shouldn't have to go through that. I shouldn't have to shit my pants every Canada day. I shouldn't have to do that. And because I shouldn't have to do that, no one should be allowed to have fireworks. There should be no fireworks anywhere. Because you can hear them from a long ways away. So if someone three blocks down the road has fireworks, and they're having a good time and they like fireworks, it doesn't matter. Because they should know that three blocks from them, someone is absolutely uh, pillared to the ground because they've shit their pants so much they can't even lift their lower back up. Their pants are so filled that they're now just absolutely just an immovable object. It's that scary. When will the tyranny stop? What was I talking about this uh, certificate again? Yeah, there's no expiration date on the... Um, 
on the certificate. On the chamois certificate. And everyone, by, by the way, with the fireworks thing, I was like, the dogs hate it. They get very spooked out. It's like, have you ever seen a dog? Right? One time, like, my dad farted and my dog got spooked out. And he was like, and my dad was like, and the dog was like, my dad was like, That's a true story. So don't worry too much about the dogs, all right? They got a good recovery rate. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, this gold full-service wash certificate from the chamois, it has no expiration date, and I'm fucking... I'm curious about that, so I'm going to call them right now. We got to call them and find out, because I'm not walking there like a fucking idiot and handing this. I'm like, give me the gold wash. And he'll be like, get fucked. This thing expired three years ago. I don't even know where you got those. We don't even print these anymore. Who the fuck are you? Can you get out of the line? Do you want to pay for a regular wash? I'm like, fuck no. He's like, uh, okay. <laughs> so here we go. Let's call the one on Reander's. It's a street called Reander's here in Winnipeg. It's in North Kildonan. And see, if you don't know what the chamois is, the chamois is a car wash, but it's not where you wash your own car. No, what they've done is they've been like, listen, you don't want to wash your own car? Fine. You don't trust the automated system? Cool. Guess what we've done? We've combined them. We've hired an army of 16-year-old kids all hopped up on Adderall and marijuana. Like, what the fuck is that noise? What the fuck could that possibly be? Like they made a tractor built out of fucking wind chimes and it's just rolling down the road. Like, Jesus. It's dramatic. It's trauma. But anyways, they've hired an army of 17-year-olds to uh, do a half-assed job for you. And I think people were just complaining a lot. And they were like, these kids are fucking half-assing it. So like, hey, we got you covered. So they just hired twice as many 17-year-olds. So now they've got 214 17-year-olds walking around this place with chamois, and everybody's just half-assing it. But they have so many kids working there that are half-assing it, it actually kind of combines into a whole ass. It's not a bad job. Literally every kid does one wipe on the car. But there's so many of these kids there that it actually does the job. It actually works somehow. It's incredible. But I want to find out when this gold service wash certificate expires. And let's see if we can, uh, let's see if they'll answer my questions. Hi, thanks for calling the Shamis. How can I help you today? Hey, hi, hi there. Um, sorry, what was your name? Altea. Altea? Oh, cool. A-L-T-G-A. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. Uh, it's Tyler. Do you... It's Tyler Penner. Do you remember me? Um, no. Okay, yeah, good, because we've never met, so that would be weird. Um, I was just wondering, uh, listen, I got this gold wash certificate from my yes. dad, and um, it's a free gift certificate, but it has no expiration date on it. Uh, it... it this thing will never expire? Yeah, so our certificates usually don't have um, expiry dates, so you can use it anytime, basically. Okay, so like a decade from now, I could come in there and get my car washed? Definitely, if we're still open. Yeah, if you're still open. Why? Are you guys struggling? No. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. So technically, I mean, this thing is good for 10,000 years. Okay, cool. Is it uh, like a gold full service, it says? Gold full service wash. Yeah, what does that yeah. entail? Yep. Yeah. We, that's, uh, those usually don't have expiration dates, so. Okay, cool. But like what, what's in a gold full service wash? Um, the gold full service, 
uh, we'll clean the underneath of your car, and you'll be getting three waxes from it, a tire shine, and a 24-hour rewash. Oh, okay, cool. For the, yeah, for the inside, they'll be um, wiping down the dash, the cup holders, basically all vinyl surfaces in the vehicle, including the glass. Um, they'll vacuum the carpets, and uh, if you have a rubber mat, they'll be power washing it. Okay, great. Okay. Hey, can you get blood out of upholstery? Okay, great. Perfect. All right. That's great to know. Usually, though, for those types, uh, it would be a spot. So uh, unless it's like um, like on all over the seat. Yeah, it's all over. Oh, oh okay. Um, yeah, then a seat shampoo would be a good, like, best bet for you. Okay, cool. All right. I'll, have, I'll probably have to pay a bit extra, right? really no it's just for spots let's say it's only for like on is it only on one seat or is it like on all of your seats it's like all over there's so it's not just spots like there's some puddles of blood too oh, okay then um give me one second i'm gonna ask if you would be needing a spot for that or a seat shampoo is that okay okay cool okay give me one second all right all right cool so she's just gonna check if I need um, an extra cleaning for the puddles of blood in my car. It's incredible customer service again, though. Like, she's really keeping it normal. I gotta say, I'm very impressed. This is terrible hold music, too. They should have some sort of music. I'm tempted to just hang out. Hello. You like what you see? Then give me a. Thank you for holding. This is Ashley speaking. Um, so you had a question about blood on your seat? Yeah. Like, oh, no, I was just wondering if I, had, I would have to pay extra. I have this gold full service wash. We cannot shampoo any type of blood out of your seats or carpets. Any, we can't do, we can't even clean your car with the blood in it. You're going to have to go to a different detailing place, and we'd be happy to do the gold wash when the blood's all out of the car. Oh. We will not be able to do the wash with the blood in the car. Oh, why not? Um, there's just, it's liability reasons. Uh, we cannot be doing shampooing blood out. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Just in case it's like a, a crime scene or something. A crime scene, yeah, basically. Interesting. So, where would I? Get, is there any car detailer that would detail a crime scene? When I asked my manager one time, he said something about a police detail area. You should probably have to go somewhere like that. Oh, yeah. I could, you could honestly, I would just call around and ask, but most places like us would not do it. Probably. That makes sense. Maybe I'll just call the cops and see what's up. Yeah. That's Probably the best idea for it. Okay. Oh, boy. This is going to get weird. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. You too. Bye. All right. Well, fantastic customer service. And that makes sense. They can't uh, have a uh, vehicle with insane amounts of blood in it being just shammied out. Because then those 17-year-olds are really just shamming out evidence, right? Which would be nice if they could do that, but that's nice. Can you, I wonder if this, can you use Star 69 cell phones? Let's just, and this is completely unrelated to what just happened. Um, can you, Star 69 on a cell phone? Well, they probably have my fucking thing up. Does dialing star 69 on cell phones? No, dear, it doesn't. Oh, Quora is the worst for answers. Oh, man, I should have hid my number there. Well, it's okay. If they know me. The cops are already looking into this podcast. I mean, that's the bottom line. 
the cops already know about this based on the numerous and very credible threats that uh, of violence that I've lobbed at uh, very real people, uh, not to mention the multiple confessions of driving home hammered, doing cocaine, doing LSD, um, yeah, various, various... Uh, there's a lot of evidence if you would just listen to the podcast. Thank, thankfully for me, uh, uh, no one fucking does. No one is listening to this. Minus 30 or so uh, people every week. And that's all I need right now. But someday, someday, I'm telling you, people are going to listen to this podcast. They're going to go back through these archived episodes and they are going to just build up a thick, thick, thick dossier of uh, evidence that will be used against me in court. And, um, man, we're going to have a good time at that trial. It's going to be good. I think that's the podcast today. I think we've... Yeah, it's done. It's done. I've got shit to do. You understand? I can't be sitting around here jerking off all day for you fucking people. All right? If it was up to you, I wouldn't be able to even go to the bathroom. I would have to go in my bed. The joke's on you, though. All right? Because I'm already doing that. Um, no, I'm going to do the shout-outs in a second. Very special shout-out to the noise traffic out here. And I shouldn't have to deal with the noise. Because the thing is, noise, like very, like noisy things, like a car, that car driving off, or um, construction, it's loud. And it, it's triggering to me. I don't like it, so I shouldn't have to experience it. And um, I promise you that I will be going to... Um, participate in a uh, public uh, hearing process to tell people that, um, hey, guys, keep it down out there, okay? Some of us, A, are trying to podcast, and B, some of us are trying to not get traumatized and shit our pants because of colorful fireworks that everybody likes, plebeians. You know what's better than fireworks? Dostoevsky. Hmm? Hmm. You know what's better than uh, shiny, exploding things? Uh, 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 Sylvia Plath. Okay? You ever, guys ever hear of art? Fireworks aren't art. They're trauma. Oh, God. <gasps> All right, that that is the podcast. Um, what are we shouting out today? What are we shouting out today? I've eaten the exact same meals I've had for the rest of my life. Um, oh, buddy, I should tell you a story. Shout out to the um, Pizza Express. I shouted out their cheeseburger hero sandwich. This is a new place on Roblin, and you have to go. It's just so good. It's so good, and it's a little pricey, but the bang for your buck is on par with anybody. It's incredible. But I fucked up the other day. I whew, I called Pizza Express's, uh, you know, I, I, I flexed on them a bit, and let me tell you, they called my bluff. Pizza Express then called my bluff on... Sunday, I went for a beautiful walk. Oh, God damn it, what a beautiful day it was. And I went for a wonderful walk. And I went by uh, West End, and uh, I climbed uh, Syringe Mountain that they have over there. It was a lot of fun, a little pokey, but fun. And I was on the riverbank. I recorded an episode on the riverbank of Prairie Dumpster Bonus Edition. Available exclusively on the goddamn Patreon. You guys should sign up. It's a good time. Um, 
but I was recording the podcast there. I had a lovely time. I, I walked more. I walked home, and I thought, gee, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't eaten anything all day. What should I have? I should get something. So I thought, hey, Pizza Express will do the trick. I decide, hey, I'm really hungry. I should order a lot of food. So I get their cheese sticks. Comes with a meat sauce in addition to the chicken parm sub that I'm going to get. I go and pick this food up. Immediately I know I have a problem. Because this box and this bag with this sandwich together weigh about 37 pounds. It was extremely heavy. I got a pump, okay, uh, just bringing this to my car, all right? I could see the veins in my forearm, all right? I was quite vascular just from lifting up this sub. I took it home. I ate half the sandwich, and I ate the cheese sticks, and I drank the meat sauce, and, um, and I was full. I was extremely full, but this sandwich was just so goddamn good. And I was just chasing all this stuff down with uh, our compliments cherry-flavored sparkling water, which was just bloating my, me up even more. But this chicken parm sub was so goddamn good, I just couldn't stop. I would take a bite here, and then I would wait 10 minutes, and I would take another bite here. And after about two hours of doing this, it, I was so goddamn full that I went to bed. But I, I couldn't sleep because I, I'm a stomach sleeper I, and I couldn't sleep on my stomach. So I ended up just watching YouTube shorts for fucking four hours until it was 11 o'clock and I was finally sleepy enough and adequately uh, mobile enough to be able to sleep on my stomach. But I sleep for two and a half hours and then I'm up. I'm filled with fucking carbs. You understand? I have so many goddamn carbs in my system. My body thinks I'm ready to run a marathon. It's got the energy of a fucking athlete now. It's like, okay, buddy, let's go do the fucking, you know, murder man or marathon man, whatever that thing is called. Miracle man. Whatever. Were those, they run, they bunt, they bike, they swim. They do a bunch of shit. So I couldn't sleep. And uh, just an awful night. And then I had underdogs the next day. I actually got Andy to host because I was, quote, feeling sick. Spoiler alert, that, that, that's what it was. I ate a chicken parm sub the night before. I, I had a terrible night. I only got two hours of sleep. I was up all night. And at work, I was on this water truck. I'm, I'm on the back of this truck. It's actually pretty precarious work. I'm falling asleep. It, it, that chicken parm sub almost cost me my life in a couple of ways. So shout out to Pizza Express because holy shit was that good. I mean it was good, but it was pain it was too good. It was painful. It uh ooh, I learned a lesson. That was a lesson sub. You get a few of those in your lifetime. Like you ever eat a sandwich and it taught you a lesson? <laughs> like I ate this sub and I learned something. <laughs> Shout out to Pizza Express, because that is, uh, man, they make a good sandwich. Oh, what else? Shout out to, I said last time on the um, podcast, I got to sh stop shouting out rap bands so much. But realistically, that was all I was listening to. I was like, I don't get it. Maybe I've grown out of metal. Maybe. Maybe. But, um... Uh, I uh, shout out to I'm gonna start shouting out different stuff. Um, I have to because this is getting crazy with the thing, and I and you know we gotta listen to different stuff. Uh, shout out to the song. Um, here's something different. Shout out to the song uh, "Caboose" by the band Snapcase. Right? I always talk about hardcore. Like hardcore is awesome because it's not like metal. Metal is kind of like well. You get, like, the fiction metal, the death metal, 
Like, I'm ripping out her skin, then I'm peeling it back. I'm a serial killer. Ooh. And then that's like kind of death metal and black metal. Like, Satan, Um But, um, you know, so they dabble in different shit. Um, hardcore is good, though, because they talk about real shit. And they're, they're upbeat. They're positive. They're like, get your shit together. You know, fucking let's go. Hey, you fat ass. You fat fuck. You fat fucking fucking fat ass. Let's fucking go. Stand up. Take your fucking life back. On three. One, two, three, go. You know? And um, this isn't necessarily one of those bands, but like Hatebreed and... Um, well, even Crowbar. Did it too. I don't know if I don't think they're a hardcore band, but a lot of bands, uh, a lot of hardcore bands, are all positive and sing about real life shit and how to, you know, actualize your potential. Um, this song is a, is 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 a good one for that though. It's called Caboose by Snapcase, and it's a dope joint. So the next time you're feeling like you got to switch it up a bit and you got to figure your shit out. Um, listen to uh, Caboose by Snapcase. That's what I listen to, and it always um, gets me motivated uh, to do something someday that I'm not going to do today, but I might start tomorrow. Very inspirational stuff. And last but not least, um, shout out to... I shouted out Emmanuel Lomuro on the Patreon episode of the podcast, Benji Rothman, I shouted out last week um, as part of the Road Trip Boys. Both of those guys sent me good uh, vibes on the podcast. Shout out to, speaking of hardcore, uh, here, here's a here's a shout out, shout out to Matt Holden. I think that's his last name. Matt Holden. Um, super uh, good dude. Met him in the hardcore scene. He was telling me that in the gym, this podcast is almost all he listens to anymore, which is frightening but also uh good to hear and uh he came out to underdogs i had to go right i had to go i had to leave right after i kind of left him hanging there i didn't hang out with him uh, and his girlfriend emily as much as i wanted to because they're they're good hanks both of them great hanks and um me and matt used to talk about battle rap all the time we were big into battle rap don't flop king of the dot and um, Matt actually used to go out to Winnipeg battle rap. And I have tried in my house to battle rap. I think I could write rhymes and write rap, but I can't write battle raps like they do. Like, they're like, they're word. Ooh, shammy, not me. Your gold wash looks like a bronze dry, as in. You ain't that guy. But it'll be like, you know, better references. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, so Battle Rap is dope, and it was cool to be able to talk to Matt about that. Thanks for listening to the goddamn podcast, buddy. And thanks to anyone who listens to this fucking podcast. I do appreciate it. You see, the first 50 episodes, like I've said from the goddamn beginning... It's just practice. We're just building up an archive, a library, so that when people finally clue the fuck in and rip their fat heads out of their fat fucking fat fuck asses and they discover how good this podcast is and how goddamn talented I am, then they're going to say, oh, hey, wow, there's a lot of episodes here already. Yeah, I can go through these. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. That's exactly what you can do. Go through the work. Go through my library. See how I've progressed to get to this point of sheer fucking brilliance that I am at now. Oh, anyways, that is the podcast today. Today, guess what episode it was? It was episode number 31. And in numerology, what does 31 mean? In numerology, the number 31 associates with creativity, change, and progress. Ah, they're saying this about every number. If you are facing a challenging situation in your life, consider using the power of number 31 to help you get through it. 
31 may be your destiny number. You hear that? Lady, next time the fireworks have you pinned to the ground uh, like you're in a foxhole and your, your pants are just filling with excrement at the horror that is a, 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 a loud snapping noise and colorful lights, think of 31. It will guide you and those poor dogs through the terror of a fireworks display. Okay? Good luck. Use the 31 to get through it. I wish you all the best in your quest against fun. Fucking idiot. Um, that's the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. You know I love you. I'm not even going to question it anymore. If you don't know I love you by now, um, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Pull your head out of your fat fucking fat fucking ass. Um, but I do love you. Thanks for listening. That's the podcast. I will see you next week. Patrons, I will see you on the weekend. And I'll see all of you eventually in hell. Yeah.